Hey everybody, this is Reed Smith. And this is Chris Boyer. And we are co-hosts on a show called Touchpoint, which is a podcast that's dedicated to the discussions on digital marketing and online patient engagement strategies, not only for just hospitals, but health systems and physician practices. In every episode, we'll dive deep into a variety of topics on digital tools, solutions, strategies, and other things that are impacting the healthcare industry today. And while you listen to this show, we would certainly love you to check out ours. All you have to do is swing on over to touchpoint.health for more information, and also some of the other shows that are featured on the Touchpoint Media Network. Welcome to Gear in Review. I'm Reed Smith, joined as always by Bobby Ratu. What's up? And uh, we actually have a third special guest today, Mark Berry. Hello. Mark uh, is a helicopter pilot. No, not really, but close. <laughs> close. He, he is our helicopter pilot. He is. He is. He's a uh, government endorsed and regulated, I'm not sure if any of that's true, but anyway, drone pilot. And uh, since you've downloaded this episode, you know we're going to talk a little bit about drones today. So we thought we'd have Mark in. Uh, Mark works with Bobby and I and is actually the one that is licensed to fly these things around for commercial purposes. So, Yep, and he smacks uh, me down when I start flying them because he's like, dude, you can't do that. Yeah, it's illegal. Even though you legally could. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, you know, so... I don't know that anybody out there listening is necessarily wanting to do this for commercial purposes, but as a small disclaimer, um, there is there is a license and licensure process that you have to go through uh, to be able to actually uh, capture commercial footage, so to speak. Yeah. So um, we won't get too terribly much into that. We may speak to it just a little bit, but we wanted to talk about drones today. We wanted to talk about the couple of different drones that we have why you might want one, what you might do with it, and uh, a little kind of the ins and outs. Yeah. So here at Gray, from a content collection standpoint, we integrate drones, and we have two drones that we use. One is the DJI, we like DJI products, the DJI Phantom 3 Advanced, which, um, and then also the DJI Mavic Pro. Both of them are two different sizes, of types of drones. They, uh, the Phantom 3 is um, not as compact. It's a little bit bigger drone. It's not the, the big ones that you see, but it's a good size drone. Um, it has a 2.7 uh, K camera on it, which means it almost shoots 4K. So it's halfway in between HD quality and 4K imagery. And then the DJI Mavic Pro is a, has a 4K sensor on it. Okay. Um, Great, great drones, a lot of fun to use. Okay, so um, for those considering a drone, um, what are some of those, I guess, uh, qualifying points that, that you would want to look at when, when purchasing a drone? What are some considerations? Well, in my opinion, it really just depends on what you're going to be using the drone for. You know, if you're going to go to a parade and just, you know, capture good aerial footage, any drone would really do. But <clears throat> I really think the Mavic Pro is probably the best all-around drone for the consumer and prosumer just because it's it's amazing quality, it's easy to operate, it's easy to learn. And uh, obviously, if you're going to fly it commercially, you'll have to take the pilot's test. But I think, I mean, that's not too difficult. So Yeah, and so for most organizations that th- are wanting to capture their own content, 
that that probably nullifies some of that. But again, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to weigh in on that deal. You need to go research that yourself. But the Mavic Pro is a little more compact. It's a little easier to carry around, right? Um, um, yeah, so. and I think what's interesting about that and what we mean by compact is by packing it and carrying it somewhere. So you've got all the batteries. you got all the stuff that goes with it. For the Phantom, you need a big backpack, mm-hmm. like literally a backpack. It's like a checked item for an airplane, whereas the Mavic Pro folds up into probably a maybe uh, a six by four little case. Your MacBook is bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Your MacBook is bigger. I mean, it's the size of like uh, like a women, like a small clutch or small purse. Yes. You know, uh, something like that. And the reason why we have both of those is we travel so much. I don't know why I know the size of a clutch, but anyway. That is kind of strange. Maybe, yeah. we'll, we'll come yeah, back we'll to come that. Like that. <laughs> we travel all the time. And so we had to go to Haiti a second time to shoot a video and to get through customs, we wanted to scale down the size of packaging that we had. Mm. And so the drone was, this drone shot a better image and we can compact it so small. We could put it in a, in a suitcase. Whereas the Phantom three had to be its own check bag. Yeah. Okay. You know, we got the Phantom three so early on and it, it really helped us get our feet wet with the drones and learn how to fly them. But really and truly, if we're honest, there's really no reason to have a Phantom three. The Mavic pro does everything the Phantom three does and better. And it's more compact. Yep. So I, I so okay, I've got a question. So I yep. have, I have the original Phantom. Nice. And with a custom made like rubber tub that I carried around in with like nine batteries, you know, and that whole deal. And, and it has the original GoPro strapped to the bottom. Nice. So this is like shooting film yeah. pretty much <laughs> from aerial. So awesome. But all right. So, but do all drones come with a camera on them now? Now I'm not talking about the, the toy stuff, but like from a, like DJI, if I go out there and yeah, I buy a drone, do they all come with a camera now? Yes. As far as I know, they all okay. come with their own built-in camera. Okay. And, and, and how well, so how is that video captured? In, in, so know. they're all captured in SD cards. Okay. And what is interesting is the way that DJI has built all these product lines where we talked earlier about the Osmo, where you can take the camera off the Osmo and put it on a drone. The Aspire. Yeah, 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 okay. And then the big one that they have that you put cinematic cameras on can use our gimbal, our Ronin gimbal, and attach it to the bottom of the drone to, wow. to shoot big red cameras, big Canon cameras, yep. film-related. These, the prosumer size, the medium size size, already have cameras on the bottom, have card, you put the card inside the camera, and it records into that card, and it also it can record into the remote or the phone as well. Yeah, you can monitor from the phone. It's pretty cool. Okay, so you've got you you have the um, remote that you're holding to mm-hmm. physically fly the drone around for those that right. haven't done it. Right, it's the little joysticks yep. or, or what have you, um, and it has a a bracket, uh, if you will. Um, to hold a phone or iPad or something like that to, to monitor what you're filming. Is that a fair? Yeah, some brands of drones actually come with their own monitor built in. But, okay. Uh, the mainstream DJI drones usually leverage an iPhone uh, to monitor whatever it is you may be filming. And it works really well. Yeah, for me, I just have to set my uh, original uh, GoPro to take a picture every five seconds, and I just fly around a whole yes, bunch. Yes, yes, yes. Good stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so tell me real quick, uh, one of the 
the, the great options of using your phone is the app built in, the DJI app, mm-hmm. which kind of gives you some options like automatic landing. You can set certain points to make it fly automatically. Talk a little bit about that, about both of these drones allow you to do that. Yeah, well, if you use the DJI Go Pro, or not the Go Pro, but the DJI Go app on your iPhone to monitor the flight, you can set what you were talking about, waypoints to have automatic flight and most people using that are like farmers who are wanting a good, you know, aerial view of their crops. But, it, you know, you could get creative with it and use it in other ways. Um, monitoring the flight, uh, you can circle a certain subject. You can set it to circle a certain subject. You can, oh, wow. Yeah, some some drones actually have touch screen now where you can tap on the screen and it flies to the object. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, some of, the, some of these features are kind of gimmicky, but some of them are pretty practical as well. Well, if you think what, what most hospital marketing folks are going to be concerned with is is aerial footage of, mm-hmm. of uh, brick and mortar locations, probably yeah. right. So they want the really pretty aerial picture of this new facility they built on the side of like a lake or whatever. You know, you've got the different clinics and urgent care centers and things like that they're building. Plus, they've got the big flagship hospital. And uh, they're probably going to integrate B-roll footage into mm-hmm. something, some other project, right? Um, and so this is this is a neat way to do that. Now, I would say, um, you know, other interesting use cases are uh, employee events. You know, so you've got the the fish fry, you've got the local parade, you've got uh, you know those types of things that are happening. Um, you know, outside, it'd be a little tight probably to fly this round inside. I, I don't know. There's a few hospitals that have pretty large atriums and foyers that I guess you could. But we've flown it inside before, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to your to your point about the employee events and things like that, one thing that people don't really think about when they think about leveraging a drone is uh, photography. Drones actually have the ability to take still photography, and you know some people say, "Well, I can just take a screenshot from the video." Well, yeah, you could, but the still photography from a drone is usually amazing quality. Bobby's okay. the photographer here, so he knows what the dimensions are on photos, but they're usually a lot bigger than they are, yeah. and and it captures raw images, so you can really do some good adjustments, color correction built into that image. Yeah. So, so not to get too technical here, yeah. but are there some some basic uh, categories of drones, so to speak. I mean, what we've mentioned too that, that DJI has, right. for example, but you've talked about some of the larger ones where you're affixing, mm-hmm. a, you know, uh, other gimbals and, and you're pulling cameras off of other pieces of equipment like these handheld gimbals and some things like that. What, where, you know, somebody's interested in this type of a thing and, and that's mainly what they're trying to do. Photography, some aerial photo photographs and video, B-roll photography, things like that. What what are some of those kind of break points um, when you're looking at these? I mean, there is a a very consumer uh, drone out by DJI called the Spark. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really inexpensive. It's I would say it's probably three hundred dollars. I think I need to go look to be sure, but it is a scaled down version of the Mavic Pro, and it can fit in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. And it really allows you to get really high quality images from a really good app. And the entry price is really inexpensive. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking here. It looks like uh, on the DJI official store, I see $279. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's a refurbished unit. So, yes, yeah, about $300 or so um, used. Um, yeah. 
And these drones do great beyond just being drones, too. We think about high-end production where they're bringing in these, these large uh, lifts and different uh, pieces. Talk a little bit about, Mark, how we've used the drone in a different way other than just aerials. We've done special shots and moves that uh, many of the video producers inside health, health systems can use to make their videos look really good. Yeah, well... Real quick, I just want to say, you know, first of all, DJI is a business, so they're always going to be coming out with new drones, with new features. And that's why I said what I said earlier, when deciding on what kind of drone to get, it's best to just focus on what you want to do and then backtrack from that. Now, to your question, my favorite thing about utilizing drones is how they can be used to replace traditional video tools. We've used drones to mimic the movements of uh, gimbals and jibs and dollies. I mean, these traditional tools uh, were time time extensive, expensive, and the drone can produce the exact same shot for a fraction of the cost, and you're only using one tool. And honestly, just to, to take your point one step further, when people start talking about, do I really want to spend 1200 bucks on a drone? Mm -hmm. That's how much it costs. When I shot aerial footage out of a helicopter, Per yeah. hour to run a helicopter with a rig, an yeah. HD rig in it, it was twelve hundred bucks an hour. So That's if you put that in point. perspective, yeah. these drones provide a, a very small capital expense for a large system mm -hmm. that you can use over a longer period of time to get amazing footage. Yeah, if you add up the cost of dolly tracks, a jib, uh, jib attachments, helicopter hours, uh, the drone doesn't look so expensive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So th these are very cool. They're, they're becoming easier and easier to fly. This is not the toy store helicopter or, or even drone for that matter. Uh, I mean, there's there's some out there that'll even follow you around, yeah. and I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff now. And so uh, they're not terribly hard to fly. I guess uh, you know a little bit getting used to, and, and you kind of get you know figure out uh, what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, but but great ways to capture additional uh, content and additional footage. So we've talked a lot about DJI. Uh, for those that want to go out there and look, obviously you can go to uh, DJI's website and look at the different drones that they have, ranging anywhere from three to four hundred dollars up to you know five grand. Yeah, you know, more yep. than you want to spend probably. Are there other brands people should look into or consider? Uh, I know DJI is, is probably somewhat of a leader in this space mm -hmm. as far as variety goes. Uh, anything else come to mind? GoPro has their own drone. What's some other ones, uh, Mark? There's several, but, you know, I stick with DJI just because it, it's a safe choice. It's a reliable choice. And with some of the brands out there, it really is hit or miss. I mean, I've seen some that had excellent marketing, but you put the drone in the air and it, it can't give you a stable image. So, you know, I'm not saying DJI is the one and only brand. There's great sure. brands out there, but it is hit or miss. With DJI, it's a pretty reliable choice at this point. Very good. Well, that's what we use and, and have a couple of. And and uh, obviously, we've talked about the handheld gimbals and some mm -hmm. things like that. And so, anyway, great, uh, great way to capture some uh, really cool footage and uh, may save you some money even on the production side of things, even if you're using an external company to produce some stuff. If you're able to provide some B-roll, it's a great way to do that. 
obviously a great way to produce uh, some social content as well. So Yeah, and these drones, the apps built in, just FYI, can hook to your Facebook account and you can do Facebook Live out of these drones. Oh, wow. Very cool. Okay. Yes. That's a very interesting idea and, uh, you know, could play into some, you know, potential, uh, you know, content marketing strategies and some things like that. So, well, very cool. Well, be sure to visit us online, touchpoint.health, learn more about this show and others. Uh, For Reed Smith, Bobby Ratu, and Mark Berry, I appreciate you listening. We'll uh, talk to you next time. Thanks. Later. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals, healthcare organizations to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.